this is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Roach. <laughs> Where is everybody else? I don't know. We're all dead. I- I'm Casey Schreffler. I'm Sean Sullivan. I guess I'll be Josh Timkey this week. <laughs> and uh, we are the Talking Sith. Guys, there's 104 days left until the rise of Skywalker. We're nearing that 100-day mark. Ta-da! Nearing it. It's close. The end of the end of the Skywalker saga. The chapter closes. It's a long tunnel, and there's a light at the end of it. Is there? Is there light, or is there dark? Or there is there dark? <laughs> no, I don't know. maybe if there's the, ba- maybe there's balance. If there's maybe. if there's one thing at the end of it, it's the Millennium Falcon burning. Terrible. Not even burning. It's going to be gone in just a million pieces, smithereens. Oh, it's gone. Yep, I think it's going to be C-3PO's red eyes. They're just going to go like supernova. Well, it's, so, apparently, it's apparently not him, though. We're, we're, we're assuming this clone army is for everyone at this point, right? Just clones for everybody? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really clone, you can't really clone a droid. So it's not, well, you could. <laughs> well, it depends on what it means to be a to person clone. and what it means to be a droid and what it means to clone i, I suppose you could clone a droid i mean what, 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 what was there movie? Yeah, you could copy identical bicentennial identical. you ever see bicentennial man bicentennial. with robin williams that yeah, was yeah, a good yeah. Movie. he tries to become a human that should be a subplot of okay, that should be like the next standalone if c-3po survives it's all about him <laughs> coming anthony daniels <laughs> that that would actually be like really interesting, like a character study of him like trying to become a human. Yeah, we see the problem is Anthony Daniels is gonna be dead soon. We'll call it we'll call it Breaking Man. Breaking, <laughs> yeah. Breaking Man. <laughs> yes. He yes. just wants to be a real old man, not a real boy. He wants to be a real old man. A real man. yeah, clones for everybody now. I just sent you guys a uh a message on the Talking Sith uh, uh, Facebook group, if you can see it. What's up? I thought this was kind of interesting. It's a it's a fan made Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker poster, and they're standing uh, in like Vader's castle on that same platform where he uh, confronted uh, Krennic there and started choking on his aspirations. Yeah, and it's seemingly Kylo and Rey facing off against just a slew of Rey clones with double-sided lightsabers that looks pretty cool i mean just the visual is pretty awesome it's just yep. like a, it reminds me of the uh Sayu crystal crusades where the clones yeah. have shot shadibante everywhere see they're taking our they're taking our stories yeah see yes. they they got a hold of our story it, it all started what 15 how long ago was it sean when you wrote the original revenge of the sith script oh a long time ago i think i was in like seventh grade at that point maybe eighth grade so over 15 years ago yeah sean came up with revenge of the sith george lucas heard about it and there you go for, for, the, for those who aren't aware i had a short story that i wrote 
right after Attack of the Clones came out, and I called it Revenge of the Sith. I thought it was a good name, and then I became all very surprised once the actual movie was announced. <laughs> it obviously was a very good name. It was, it was a, a good very, name. very good name. Terrible. It's a decent name. It's decent. It's not the best. It's no Empire Strikes Back. No. It was a fine name. It was a that's fine a, name. It's a pretty cool name. It's almost as good as Attack of the Clans. <laughs> Wait, all right. So, so in that movie that you guys made, what, what was Darth Sidious? Darth Sithius? That was our. That was, our <laughs> that was lightsaber lost. Darth Sithius. No, Darth Sithius was in was in the ones that we made. You and Ashley made. You and your sister made a different one. Oh, that was. Uh, I don't know who that Sithor was. Supposed that, to that was be. the wipe them, wipe them all. <laughs> wipe. It, yeah, I tried. Uh, so trying to emulate the the awesome line in the Phantom Menace, you know. Uh, wipe them out, all of them. I'm like mouthing words to my sister off camera to say, and she's just sitting there. Wipe them, wipe them all, wipe, wipe them, them clean. Use two ply. Oh no, no, no. I, I mean, if a sit's wiping themselves, they're going to use two ply because they're very self centered. But everybody else, it's like half ply. Same. Maybe, maybe I mean, maybe that Sith Lord just really cared about like you know, personal sanitary, you know, <laughs> behaviors. I don't know. Oh no, no, no. Let's 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 uh, step back on this because I think we're stumbling into something important here. Ply <laughs> refers to the number of layers, right? What does it mean? Half ply. Half, half a layer. layer. How do you have half a layer? <laughs> La- a layer is a layer. It could be a you thin a, layer. It's still take a, a layer. layer, and and you cut well, the Take the original layer and cut it in half. Yeah, you just cut well, it in half. It's half. And now you have now you have two layers, <laughs> two thin layers. <laughs> okay, okay, okay math guy. All right. <laughs> you. Still, let's, let's, let's not get all let's not get all theoretical math math. Yeah, Casey's right. It's still half the layer, which the standard layer. It's like a st- you can't say if you take one pound and cut it in half, you have two pounds. No, you have half a pound because we have standards for things. It, it's the same idea of like when you put one dead worm into a can of dead worms. All, All the worms down. So, so you're telling me every single brand of one ply toilet somewhere, paper has the probably, same thickness? Yeah, somewhere probably over in England, so, you know, locked in a basement, there is a standard layer of toilet paper. By which You're telling me layer plies of toilet paper. All right, Pythagoras, let's move on. We really need we really need Darth Shidius uh, on this on this subject. That's Darth Shidius uh, write into uh, write into us or comment on Talking Sith Pod and let us know because I'd rather hear from Count Dookie. <laughs> oh, mm, one in the same, one in the same. <laughs> so, guys, we've talked about last week. Uh, well, the last two weeks, we, kind of, we, we talked about the footage that was at D23 last week. Uh, Chad, Tim Q, and I went through it and spoke about it. Speaking of Chad, here he is. But uh, anything uh, that stuck out to you guys that you want to talk about? Oh, the D23 footage? Yeah, the D23 footage, the, the last trailer. Chad, how are we doing? Doing good. Pleasure to be here. Chad... Uh, Casey, Casey, Grapevine Furniture. <laughs> what? Casey, are you working for Grapevine Furniture now? No, he was like, great to be here. It's a beautiful day. Great to be alive. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. About that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, nobody outside of like the Southwest Michigan area knows what we're talking about, though. So yeah, that's good. Right. 
So about 80% of our listeners know are in on that. <laughs> Very true. Chad, do I, do I know Chad? Yeah, that's it's him down at the bottom there. Yeah, no, but do I, do I know him besides his name? And he looks like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I try to be. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good guy, but he's no Kylan. Sorry, Chad. But <laughs> does, does he know about Kylan? Uh, I don't know who that is. So oh, He's a good guy. He's Kylan's a very good, a good guy. guy. Great guy. Maybe you know who else is a good guy? Juiced. Yost. 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 I'm going to call him Juiced. I like Juiced better. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Juiced. Uh, So, uh, Chad, I was just asking him. I know uh, you, Tim Q, and I have went over the footage a couple of times now, but if there's anything that stuck out to Casey and Sean from the the latest trailer and the D23 footage you guys want to talk about or touch on. Well, I guess for me, it was the what appears to be the, you know, the evil Ray, I guess. But who knows what the context of that is. Casey, me and Casey were actually talking last week, and I guess Carla's wife had a theory that there's a whole bunch. What was her theory, Casey? I thought it was interesting. She said clones. Yeah, clones for everybody, right? Like lots of clones. Well, she had this like like, like, uh, upside down universe theory. Oh, yeah, I like that. It was interesting. Oh, so like there's kind of like that episode of Seinfeld where they meet the the other group that's just like them. <laughs> Bizarro Ray. <laughs> Doppelgangers. Bizarro yeah. Ray. We got Basically. Bizarro Poe. She, she took it a little too far, but uh, I like the idea. I liked, I liked where she was headed with it. Yeah. I was kind of... Um, well, when, when you're talking about the Dark Ray situation, we kind of saw a weird thing in what was The Last Jedi when we saw like hundreds and hundreds of Ray could have been just like a force thing just like the cave on Dagobah but uh it could also be foreshadowing of clones or multiple rays um but overall I was disappointed with some of the announcements and stuff uh, because you had so they had Ewan McGregor come out it was awesome it was awesome Hello there. we're getting it we're getting a, a Kenobi series on Disney Plus but um very excited about that. I was horribly disappointed with they, they spent so little time on these announcements. It was like an hour and a half uh, panel, and they covered like 30 or 40 different things. Dune McGregor's on stage for maybe 90 seconds. Yeah, like, and, yeah, the whole thing was like a minute and a half, the whole announcement. And, Terrible. And, and, and they, didn't, they didn't embrace any of the internet or meme culture. <laughs> he could have came out and said, hello there. Oh yeah, that's the first thing Tim Q said on the, uh, yeah. the episode when we discussed it. He was, we listened to the clip, and the first thing Tim Q says is, "What'd you say, Tim Q? They really messed up." <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, that's a, it's so like, they, man, Disney really messed up there. Yeah, the, it just makes me believe that they don't understand who their consumers are because there's been a whole thing about the Bring Back Kenobi on, on Reddit or whatever. But there, there was another opportunity too when um, when when he was like, you know, ask me the question, ask me if I'm going to play Obi-Wan. Are you going to play Obi-Wan again? He could have said, possibly. Or he could have said, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Kenobi. Maybe when he walked away, he could have said, always on the move. No, I mean, they could have, like, infused some fan. I haven't gone by that name since, oh, before some of you were born. It would have been really cool if every single thing he said was just a quote from Obi-Wan from the movies. He gave no real conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He should have come out, like, in a cloak and with the lightsaber and everything. Just go full out fan fiction. 
that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been, been really cool. But, but the problem is, they did, from they the did. ceiling and a harness. <laughs> Negotiations were short. <laughs> no, but I mean, so like, I know we can make fun of all this stuff, but uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't embrace fanfare at all, which makes me think that yeah. Captain, Captain Kennedy just doesn't have a grasp on the fans no she doesn't and neither does bobiger like for all their pomp and show, <laughs> d23 Bobby. is great they have a bunch of stuff but they're really missing the flair that they could have like for as much as they want it to be like this i know it started off as more of like an exclusive and like investor thing but they're trying to turn it into like a replacement for comic cons and such that's why they didn't even have a presence at comic con for star wars this year and I mean, are they trying to turn in their own convention, essentially? Is that what it is? I mean, that's it's what it like is. Their <laughs> it's their Comic-Con, essentially. So, so really, really, they're trying to make it into some kind of Disney parallel of a Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. So it's just Disney Comic-Con. But Interesting. They're, they're just, they just don't have the, uh, the flair there that, uh, that they need. They don't spend enough time on any one thing. Well, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I hadn't heard of D23 until this year. Is it, is it a new thing? It's a biannual thing. Is it? Okay. I, do, I just, I don't think I read that much into it. Like that because of this, they don't understand the fans. I think that maybe they could have done a better job, but also you got to realize that probably 70% of that audience wasn't there for Star Wars. They're there for Disney as a whole. So they're sure they could have gone a little farther with it. But I don't think that's their target audience with something like that. Yeah. They know we're going to ejaculate to the anything <laughs> anyway. They're like, oh, I did. Oh, look, there's a solo movie. It doesn't matter if they if the presentation's yeah. right. They know that we're going to buy it anyway. You guys yeah. want to know what my reaction was to the Kenobi thing? <laughs> Remember the lo- <laughs> what was it? The Lonely Island Boys. Just yeah. in my pants. Just in my pants. Right. <laughs> funny, funny, funny you bring that up because at the moment I was watching it, I had my dick in a box. <laughs> That's great. Oh, but yeah, I mean, so so it's like really you got to think of it. Yeah, that was a good point. It's only one piece of Disney, right? I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, which begs the question: they have a Star Wars convention every year, right? They have celebration. Why do they? I don't know. Well, um, celebrations huge though it's 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 complete it's almost as big as comic-con now right so why don't they use that can you imagine the reaction i mean they did you and mcgregor had come out we were like waiting and hoping he was going to come out on monday or or if he had come out at celebration now i understand maybe the ink wasn't dry yet maybe they hadn't had the then just the next celebration yeah, there's That's already been speculation for the last four years. It wasn't a it wasn't a huge secret. People, we anybody who was interested enough in it has already heard about it for like four years now. Just let us wait a little longer. Once again, it comes down to the presentation. I think they still wanted to give us something to make us want to go to D23 also because if they're only giving us stuff at Star Wars Celebration, then there's no reason for a Star Wars fan to go to D23. And yeah. that's, you know, 25% of their market, 25% more income. Just add an extra day. It's a very good point, though. Add you don't want to everything. Yeah, do D24 next time. About the size of it. Also, fun fact, side note. Um, today was the day my daughter figured out how to open doors. And oh. I've done, done a podcast with you guys in like a few weeks. And 
the door opened. I thought Carla opened it, and then Talia just walks in. <laughs> oh, put, hey, put, put her on the mic. Let's see your thoughts. Let's hear. This, is, this is why you need locks. Hi, door. Yeah, Grace. Uh, for the first time, she she's opened doors and stuff for a long time, but for the first time about a week ago, she opened the door outside and went outside by herself. Nope. <laughs> she was only out for about like 10 seconds before Hannah realized that she went outside. You know, she'd like leave the living room and go out and she has like a little place in the cabinet. She can get her snack and stuff. And it took her just a couple seconds too long. And Hannah's, you know, my wife's intuition kind of kicking like mm, something's off. Yep. Sure enough. She just let herself outside. So you got to install those electric invisible fences in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> just shock her, shock her if she goes too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did you guys think about uh, any new, th- any thoughts on the Mando? You guys excited for that? And yeah, the trailer was really good, man. Looks like it like a movie. There's there's a couple new images that came out recently of, of him fighting. You said it, I think you posted it, Josh. Of him fighting the Trandoshans. Yeah, him fighting yeah. the Trandoshans. Chad, did you see uh, the Mandalorian fighting the Trandoshans? Yeah, from the uh, the whole Entertainment Weekly article, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what were your first thoughts? I mean, I thought that looked cool, and I just yeah. the whole time I thought, God, I hope that's not Boba Fett. <laughs> my honest thought Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Where? All right. What are the odds that it was Bosk though? They no. they they've come out and said it's not Bosk. Terrible. It, it, it yeah. didn't look anything like them. Who the Bosque. Mandalorian is Bosk? <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> he just takes off his helmet. Had a school this whole time. Agarus talking about layers to full functioning idiot. <laughs> What? I said you're de- you're de-evolving from Pythagoras talking about layers and what constitutes a layer to full functioning idiot. Oh, okay, I, th- I thought I started at full right, functioning so idiot, Casey, so I'm just blossoming now. What, uh, I, Sean and Casey? I'll ask you guys answer at the same time. Do you think uh, over fifty percent that the Mandalorian is Boba Fett? No. No. Nope. Chad is happy. Chad is smiling. I, I'm, I'm really hoping not. I didn't think so until I was on here, and then it got brought up, and then it just seems like something that they would do, just, just to kind of, you what? know, piss me off. Yeah, That would, that would be thing. a big surprise. Well, the biggest thing is, okay, here's why I was thinking that, uh, like, they have the IG droid on there. It's not IG-88, but they're saying that he keeps getting, there, even in-universe, in the show, they said that it's going to be mentioned that he gets mistaken for IG-88. So they put a droid that's not IG-88 with a guy that looks like the Mandalorian. I think he's going to be mistaken for Boba Fett, 100%. Like somebody's going to be like, it's IG-88 and Boba Fett. And they're going to be like, no, oh, I'm IG-11. Well, so, and that, that John Favreau quote last week is what made me think. That's exactly what I was going to say that, now. Yeah, okay. That what was, did he say? He, uh, he was asked about it. Like, is that Boba Fett on Good Morning America? I think it was. Yeah. Basically, avoided the answer. He said, uh, "There are lots of new characters in this whole new world." <laughs> that's, that's not what I asked you, Jeff. Oh yeah, he was like, "None of the new characters are uh, are Our from Boba Fett. Yeah. are Boba Fett or something like that." It's like, well, no. yeah, he wouldn't be a new character. <laughs> he would be an existing character. Nice, Favaro. Well, none, of, none of the salacious crumbs are Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and see, I mean, like, I guess I could see it to a degree because they did can the Boba Fett movie, so maybe yeah. they kind of rolled it into a Mandalorian. We talked about before. We thought he'd, he's about the right age that a Boba Fett would be at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, why, why wouldn't they just say that from the beginning though that he was Boba Fett? Why would they leave it to be a surprise? Yeah, you already, you already said it, Sean. It would be a big surprise. That's a huge reveal. It would be, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, well, it's, it's, an exciting thing to happen at the season finale or something. It's a big yeah, reveal. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big reveal that would make people who didn't watch it that like Boba Fett. I don't know, man. Now I'm starting to think maybe it is. Like maybe yeah, I'm, 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 Gina yeah, I'm slowly, I'm slowly changing my opinion as well. That girl that Gina Siakar said, there's a big twist. There's a big twist. I hope that it isn't. I would love for them to not have to constantly go back to pre-established things and actually make something that exists on its own. Even if it's in this world, even if it's using elements we know, it doesn't tie into anything necessarily it yeah. can address things. Boba Fett can make an appearance or something. I would love, I would love for Boba Fett just to make like a small cameo and have Tamira Morrison in it. Yeah, I, I like the idea of maybe the Mandalorian getting mistaken for Boba Fett, and that could be a plot line in an episode or something. But I, I really hope he's not Boba Fett. When I, does this? When does this take place? In five episode? years after Return of the Jedi, I believe. Five years after. Return. Mm. so he could be dead if they want to stick with the return of the jedi like the sarlacc ate him yeah he's being slowly digested over a thousand i don't know here's the thing in the aftermath novels um the which takes place like right after the battle of um endor and such and goes up to like the battle of jakku and past it a little bit there's like all these little side blurbs. So you got the main story and then like every couple of chapters, there's like a random little bitty short story happening somewhere in the galaxy. And one of them was that the Sarlacc basically um, died from swallowing like all the pieces of debris from like the, he, he choked. Yeah. He like choked and died. And like, you, remember the, the little mini Sarlacc that's like, uh, that's in Doc Ondar's shop there in galaxy's yes. Edge. Yeah. So like it actually unearthed itself and like pieces of it were torn up from like animals and crates and stuff eating. And um, so the Jawas started scavenging all the wreckage from, from the, uh, the Sarlacc and they, they actually, found yeah, well they found somebody, they found his armor. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this guy named Cobb Vanth went um, to Tatooine and he bought, uh, Mandalorian armor salvaged from the stomach of Sarlacc. So uh, Brian uh, Count Dookie was su- was suggesting that it could be Cobb Vanth that we got introduced to just in this short little blurb um, in the Aftermath novels. So what does this have to do with them being Boba Fett? <laughs> Well, yeah. so so it, it's not officially canon, but Boba Fett could still be alive because his right. arm got out of there and probably shed his armor. But right, but you would think right. it would take longer for something like metal or Mandalorian armor to degrade. or he's dead. Yeah, well, well I mean, it wouldn't. I guess, but if he's getting digested over a thousand years, you'd think he wouldn't be uh, that that digested by then you're you're getting it all wrong mandalorian's molt he just shedded his armor and uh, grew grew new better armor i had a, a customer of mine was telling me about uh when he was when he was a kid he used to think it was great um to ride up and down the street and you'd find snakes sunning themselves 
and he'd pick them up and swing them around. So he got a couple of his friends and just like a psychopath. And uh, (laughs) that's a a serial killer for sure. (laughs) Then he said, if he found a few of them, he'd get friends to do it. And this one time he was like, (laughs) friends. So it'd be like, this this. never happened by the way. I'd be like, Hey Sean, Hey Sean. Uh, well, let's like swing a, our snakes yeah, around. He's like an old he's, like a, he's an old man, so I mean whether or not it actually happened, but here's his story. It would be that like never happened. Like, hey Sean, and he picks it up and he starts swinging it, and all of a sudden the snake flies out of his hand before he before he wants it to, flies over and hits his friend. So his friend freaks out, and he said he was still holding he thought he was still holding the snake because it was like getting ready to malt like malt or lose its skin. So it just like flew out of its old skin. Please tell me this snake bit his friend. Yeah, it like attacked his friend. This, just like, it's just not, like, just like, like Larry jumped out of a tree. No, it's like, <laughs> in, the, it's like in the Mummy Returns. Like they throw the snake and he catches it. Yeah, just catches it. <laughs> okay. Oh. This is going off the rails. But speaking of balance of the force and the force, guys. Yeah, I feel like there's a question here. Well, that's, that, was, that was a statement. That was a statement. Speaking of the balance and the balance of the force. Well, speaking of the force, uh, right. if you had to des- if you had to describe the force, how would you describe it in your own words? Something that connects all everywhere. Things. Yeah, I would say everywhere would be the one word. Everywhere, Chad. I, I, would, I would try everything. to. I would try to quote Obi Wan, but I'd get it wrong. Just that whole speech. You know, it binds us, penetrates us, all that business. Surrounds us, penetrates us, binds the galaxy together. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what I what I would say that's much different from that. I'm a big fan of penetration, so. Yeah, well, hey. Casey likes to be penetrated, he says. <laughs> nope, I said penetration. <laughs> that, does not, that does not default. Make Casey likes penetrated. to be surrounded, bound, and penetrated. Okay, <laughs> boys, swing your snakes. <laughs> Just because I like penetration doesn't mean that I'm the penetrating. <laughs> okay. So you don't swing. like to be surrounded, bound, and penetrated? By hey, swinging no snakes? Yeah, I, I'm going to go back to what Tim Q and Sean are saying. Let's just, no BDSM there, right? Let's just, let's just stand up and swing our snakes around for five minutes. and maybe we'll uh, more- uh, It flies off? What? Um, doesn't work for me. I'm a grower, not a shower. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's bring this back. <laughs> bring it in. Right. Just reel our snakes <laughs> back in. Let's stop binding and <laughs> Casey. Sean, Sean, Sean's like I'm a corporate man. I can't be involved. <laughs> Nobody knows who Sean is. Nobody knows. I teach. I teach. I pray none of my students are listening. Well, yeah. No, yeah. Of course, none of them are, and they never will. You need to advertise in the classrooms. I teach too, so let's hope that uh, I teach. I teach Sunday school, so yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, I, I have no. I, no idea what to say to that. <laughs> Just that it would be really bad. Uh, no, but that's what I kind of want to talk to you guys about today is like the four. school? And yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Noah's Ark. Okay. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> No, so the force and just what our overall opinions on it are, and if you think anything's going to change when the rise of Skywalker comes out. Well, I think it's all based on midi chlorians. I I strongly agree. We have lots of evidence to back that up. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Well, all right. So, who who here, Chad? Do you have a problem with midi midi chlorians? No, I mean. 
I don't have a problem with midi-chlorians. I just wish that if they were a thing, they would have come up a lot more than just like one time. And then we just kind of, uh, fuck it, who, who cares? And then we just move on oh. and the midi-chlorians don't really come into play. Maybe they do an, an extended lore and, and canon and all these other books and stuff that I'm never going to read and 90% of the audience is never going to read. Well, here's... It, it seems inconsistent to me to have it in one thing that it's really important. His midi-chlorians are off the scale. <laughs> like for everyone else, it's like, I mean, you have the force. I'll teach really you the force. Deal. Anyone can have the force. Now, now the force is like, anyone has it. Like, it doesn't matter. You can use it or not, you know? Right. So the force uh, is with me and I'm with the force or whatever. Here's my whatever rebuttal. it man says. Here's my rebuttal to that, though, because um, I think that it's fair that it was only mentioned during that one port- portion in time because we're looking at a small window of the force um, with a 40 year window. And up until that point in time, yeah, people might've had a lot of midichlorians. It wasn't anything worth referencing or talking about because up until then, Master Yoda was the top duck. He was the, he was the one to beat in terms of midichlorians. The and top Anakin, duck. And Anakin happened <laughs> Howard Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Another George Lucas. The class but, uh, success. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that. But um, there so should like, have been Howard the Ducks in the in a Senate pod, just like ET. So it's kind of it's kind of like if you were to think of it as like the Olympics or something like that. Like that that was the record to beat. That was the record. There are other people who are fast, um, who have a lot of midichlorians that that don't beat that. So they're not. It's not really worth mentioning. Yeah, there's there's strong yeah. Jedi. Yeah, you're strong in the force. Yeah, it, it would be like somebody benches like 450 pounds, right? Like usually you're not talking about how much he benches. You're saying that guy's really strong. Yeah. He's yeah. a really strong guy. But like if you really want to measure, you're like, yeah, he benched 450 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's something like that. And there there hasn't been anybody like at, after Anakin, the Jedi were all killed. Right. So that that's basically the only time in the movies where it would make sense to bring it up too, because it's the only time we're seeing somebody get discovered. Right. True. Yeah. Well, ex- I mean, except for the tiny thing in the last Jedi with the boy bringing the broom to his hand, but maybe the technology doesn't exist anymore. It's very, it's very blog. Yeah. They probably don't even know about like Ray probably has absolutely no idea about many chlorians. Cause I like, think it's well, I think- that. I think Luke would though, because yeah, I'm sure Luke does, but I don't think it's like that strong of a thing. Like, okay, think of it this way. Qui-Gon didn't need the midi-chlorian count to know that Anakin was super powerful in the force. He basically took that. He already had a feeling about him. He could already sense it through the force. He just wanted to double check it and have something to like show to the council, have a reason to say like, Hey, I, I, I sense that there's something around this boy. And didn't he test him after he found out he didn't have a father? Probably. I no, think so. I don't think so. I, was it? I think it was. I think they had that conversation when they were standing. Yeah, because Anakin was working on the pod. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. He gives without any thought of reward. Who's well, his father? He doesn't have one. That probably influenced him to take the midichlorian. Right. Down. Yeah. So it may not have even been a common practice, but I think that midichlorians and Chad, are you aware that midichlorians were mentioned uh, in some of the, uh, the earlier drafts of a new hope? So George Lucas had been. Kicking oh around. yeah. No, I know. I know they've been a thing. I mean, there's lots of things that have been mentioned in various drafts that have never come to light or never gone any farther. I just feel that 
it was something that gets mentioned as it really matters. This is totally out of universe from a cinematic perspective. Yeah. He, he mentions this thing that's really important. And if I'm watching episode one as my first Star Wars movie, I assume these are going to be important. They are not. They don't matter at all. They, well, they I think don't the biggest play thing anything. That plays out is Qui-Gon says, like, okay, a lot of what uh, episode one is, is like symbiotic relationships and how one thing affects another thing and how if something happens over here, it affects something over here. And There's always a bigger fish. Right. Yeah. And so, and, uh, you know, Obi-Wan tells boss Nass this like point blank. He's like, you must understand that what happens to the Naboo will affect you. Symbiotic circle. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what episode one is trying to get at us. And all it's telling us is this is how the force communicates with you. You don't really need to know about the midichlorians, but they are like what we work with in order to, I mean, like, to, to me, it's, it's a thing. The more you have, the more you are in tune and able to concentrate the force to do things and, and be a Jedi or a Sith. They're baby force germs. There are probably people who are, like, borderline that are able to do some small things. Like, like I, I, when I was a kid, I, I 100% sat there, I gotta tell you, and tried to move, like, a Cheerio across the table. <laughs> But in the Star Wars universe, I'm 100% certain that there are probably people who can only do just that. Who just move Cheerios across the table. All right, so what do you guys think about this notion that like people are really upset now that uh, like you hear people saying like, oh, well, I'm really upset because of the midichlorians and stuff because when I was a kid, I always thought everybody could be a Jedi. No. Now, now they can. Well, I was I was going to disagree with Casey a little bit there. Um, there's something to say for the Jedi training because you look at um, Luke when he was, you know, frozen in the Wampa Cave. Like, he really, really, really had to think about moving his lightsaber over to him. Like, that was very difficult for him in that moment. And then, you know, he gets some training from Yoda and – you know, he, he's able to have a, a larger mastery of the force. So, yeah, there's some innate talent that everybody has, but it can be increased sharply through training. Yeah. Well, uh, did, did you guys get the impression just from watching 4, 5, and 6 that anybody could be a Jedi? No. No. No, 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 no. But I, I think if you can move a Cheerio, you can train yourself or be trained to go beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I I think that's what most of it is, is like opening yourself up. Like Yoda says, quiet your mind. And that's what Qui-Gon repeats after talking about the midichlorians. Yoda just doesn't say midichlorian. He stops short, but Qui-Gon's like, quiet your mind. And soon you'll hear them talking to you. Yoda says, quiet your mind. And you'll be able to tap into the force. You'll hear these things. You'll see long, you know, friends long, you know, long gone will appear to you again, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, I, I never got that impression that people are, I hear people complaining about nowadays, like, oh yeah, when I was growing up, I thought that I could be a Jedi because anybody could have been a Jedi. I thought if, if Han Solo wanted to bad enough, he could be a Jedi. I mean, and I guess I guess I can see that. It's kind of like 
normal people skills like some people are like oh he was just born a naturally good piano player but that's a load of shit because you're not born with that capability you just were taught the piano more so than others and you were born in a musical family you're not born with a pre-gifted set of talents uh, maybe physically somehow you are like you're well, you could be a wrestler but maybe well at the same time I mean, there are like savants yeah look at a guy like mozart he's like a master of the piano at like four or five years old like there are people who are born to to do a certain thing like uh, who's 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 the the carl magnuson or something the chess guy like he's he's whooping grandmasters as a teenager like you know sometimes you have it those are extreme outliers to the right the jedi would be there were only ten thousand jedi in a in a universe where uh, coruscant had over a trillion people just on coruscant (laughs) that's so many people and there's and that's one world one system out of thousands of systems, and there was only 10,000 Jedi. Right, but I mean, like, they didn't have access to every system or anything. You know what so, I mean? Because just oh, like what, what, what Qui-Gon says to Shmi, uh, you know, if he was born in the Republic, he would have yeah. discovered him sooner. But, but um, yeah, so even, even out of all those thousands of systems in the Republic, there's still only 10,000 Jedi. Right, but you have people like the Night Sisters. Right, right, right. But I'm saying yeah, there's I mean, still like there's it's still like a savant like quality where there's like, zip mans running around. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's a very small minority. 100%. I think that what it is is that so like when uh, when Luke taps into the Force that first time on board the Millennium Falcon, and you know he's got the blast shield down and stuff, and Luke's like, oh yeah, I could feel something, but he asks like, okay, does it? And he asks Yoda, he's like, uh, does it control your actions? And Yoda says, partially, but it also obeys your commands. But then look at, in Rogue, Rogue One, look at Chirrut, right? Chirrut Imwe, Ip Man. And he he's not Force-sensitive, but he has faith in the Force, and he's able to pull off some extraordinary stuff. I think the difference is, if you have enough midichlorians, if you're strong enough in the Force... If you have that str- potential, if you have the potential to even move a Cheerio, you can uh, make control it, it. Yeah, you can make it obey your commands. But otherwise, like it can act through you. It can always act through you. Yeah, that it makes sense. Control, yeah, like, he was he was he was a guardian of the temples. So, right. Yeah. I mean, so it, he opened it wouldn't make sense that he that. came that, w- that he came from like the long line of people. Um, maybe he wasn't quite force sensitive Jedi status, but. I, I think extraordinary is kind of, uh, you know, understating what he was able to do. He's a blind man that was able to take down tons and tons of people and dodge blaster bolts. Right, but I think that was more like the the force acting through him, like Obi Wan says, like, does it control you? Control your actions? Right. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he was like, he was like a, yeah. I, okay. Wasn't Wasn't he surprised after one of those battles that he was as, as successful as he was? Like he just kind of walked into it and killed everybody, and then, like his friend was like, "I didn't know you could do that." And he's yeah, like, like oh. "Blind faith." Yeah, yeah. Like he was surprised by it. So in but some sense, he must have been. He couldn't see. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> After they blind. So, so, so I mean, the the whole I thought anybody could use the force before midi chlorians. That's not the only reason people don't like it, right? It's because when you put a number around it, it takes away some of the mystique. Yeah, of what that's the force like, oh, is. I don't want you to explain the force to exactly. me. Exactly. That's that's another big 
issue well, that think, I've heard that people like, have. Uh, like, uh, that, that sounds stupid, though, because the whole idea that anybody can be this um, just doesn't make sense. Otherwise, everybody would be Jedi and mind right. people. Well, then then they're not special. Well, Casey, you're the one who always says these are kids' movies, right? So you don't want to put a cap they, on somebody's potential just based on something they were born with, right? Just sure. you know, step on the st- step on the scale, like yeah, you'll never be a Jedi. Okay, get out of here. You don't mean anything. Like well, that's not a good moral to to give to a kid, right? Well, the idea it's realistic. All, it's realistic, yeah. but it's yeah. not sure. But the idea, first of all, is that. Um, I say that because originally George Lucas had said it. Um, and yeah, they, they 100% are kids' movies. And kids mo- and the thing about kids and kids' movies is ability to hope and dream. Maybe I can be that. Not my friend or not all the kids at school that might bully me. Maybe I can be that. Right. They don't have to be it. Maybe I can. Well, not so only it gives, that. It gives, it gives each individual child hope. It doesn't mean that Every child is a Jedi or can be a Jedi, but it gives them something to to look forward to. Right. Well, maybe you're not Luke Skywalker. Maybe you're Han Solo or a Poe Dameron, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like uh, I think Tim Q was getting in terms of like the uh, the real life, like Earth aspect of it. Not everyone can be a Jedi. Um, while I think that's 100% true, I think that what is also true is that it's important for people to have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. We hear that all the time. Um, if someone believe, if 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 if, the, if believing in the Force and believing that you can be a Jedi in the real life um, helps one person, that's worth it. Yeah, yeah, but that's my point. Like, isn't that hope undermined by the idea that there's this test that can measure whether or not definitively you could be a Jedi? Yeah, I think your answer to that, because even though Chirrut isn't a Jedi, just because of his faith in the cause and his faith in himself and his his faith in his mission and his uh, loyalty to his friends, he was still able to pull off something extraordinary with the force. And who knows what his midichlorian count was like 15,000. Not as high as a reach, but you know, I mean the, the, the Jedi order wasn't really uh, reaching out as much as they were, you know, back no. in episode one. So, they you know, he did, she did. They all did. Right. You know, maybe, maybe he would have been a Jedi. We don't know. Maybe he would have been, but I think the idea is in terms of translating it to real life on, on earth and why people didn't like the midichlorian thing. Yeah, sure. It kind of puts a, a limit on the, num- the number of people that can be a Jedi, but I still think that the individual themselves can have hope. It also ties into they, this whole thing these days, the like, uh, um, Oh, what do they call it? Uh, a reward just for particip- a participation award. Everybody, you know, you participated, you participated, you participated. So you're all, you all get a prize and you're all winners. Uh, like, what's okay. wrong with that? What's that? I said, what's wrong with that? Uh, not everybody can win. Not everybody. I just want to go political and talk about this now. No, <laughs> well, well, so, so let's I'll do it. Just, 
I'll, I'll tell you from my own experience, like when I was back in elementary school, we always had like these games, like there was like cornhole and frisbee toss. They were just like, you know, based on other things, but like, you know, little contests and such. And I never won any of them, but in the end of the year, you know, they gave everybody a blue ribbon. And then, you know, the person that threw the Frisbee the longest was, you know, given extra ribbons and so forth. And um, I always really, really resented my blue ribbon, like, because that was what I got for being alive. Like (laughs) it would have been better for me personally to not get anything. I don't know. But I mean, like some people just like, like, uh, some kids can't accept not winning something. Well, no, that's, that's how real life that you have a real life. Like right. Anakin. Right. That's why like you try Anakin. harder next time. Next time you try harder. So you right, get it. Right. Right. But, but sometimes you're not going to be, you're not going to be the best. You're not going to yeah. be this, this. Well, that's fine. I Anakin mean, lost his mom, have... couldn't accept it. Killed everyone. You yeah. Know? <laughs> not a bitch about it, Anakin. <laughs> You're not the side, best. Side, you may not note, be the best. Everybody can be a I, Jedi. Side note, I won the Frisbee toss. So. I, I'm, I was saying. only speaking from my experience. I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I oh, just. Yeah. No, I was yeah. sitting there right uh, well, next maybe, to Maybe you should try harder next time. I was sitting there right next to Tim Q, most of those award ceremonies, and got the same blue participation ribbon. And also was like, yeah, this is crap. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't mean anything, and I knew that. I see. And see, I see you, you know what's funny, dude? So there's two things that's funny. One is that so they, they had like the 200 meter uh, circle. Right? Didn't Kylan win one of those? One of those things? Well, oh, I'm gonna get to Kylan in a second. I'm gonna get to Kylan. I'm gonna get to Kylan in a second. Oh boy! But uh, so the, remember the super tall guy in our class? His name was Joe, I think. He was like a foot and a half taller than everybody else. Joe. Jess Gibson. No, it was Jess Gibson when he was like 12. It was it was some guy. Joe Crock. No, oh, yeah, Joe Crock. No, it wasn't Joe Crock. It was a different guy who was like he was a tall. Joe was like one of the fastest guy. in our class, though. Back yeah, in this guy was this guy was like a tall, pale, white guy that uh, Oswald. He, he transferred recently, like like after, like after that. Anywho, year. anywho, uh, I did. I was talked into doing the two hundred meter thing, and I somehow like won it as like a fat kid, um, and like beat this like guy who was like two feet taller than me who was like super skinny so i felt really good about myself but the funny thing is that kylan yes he's a good guy <laughs> um i think it was the hurdles that that was that was set up he uh he was timed and he broke the record for the school but be- but because there wasn't like another person there timing him they couldn't uh... make it official Oh, well, first off, that doesn't surprise me at all. So actually, it surprised me he didn't break the record for the state, to be honest. <laughs> who was the kid that was in? Kylan the, is a very good athletic guy. Who was the guy that went to our, our school that was like breaking records for the state for running and stuff? Right. Oh, that was after us, I think, wasn't it? Like he was, he was like the, he was like a runner, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was like, uh, yeah, he was like nationally ranked. Yeah. This is a good Star Wars conversation we're having right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> All right. I no. Back, where this comes in. Back to back to uh, hey, Chad. You you remember right? Sunset yeah. Lake in Vicksburg. Chad, Chad you're that, supposed that to re, you're supposed to d- redirect us, man. <laughs> sorry, I was keep us on the rails, Chad. Yeah. Come on, come on, I'm Chad. Sorry, guys. patter. Uh, this was this reminds me. So, Casey, you were talking about we were talking about like everybody being able to become a Jedi and midichlorians, and so it comes back to like this Ray thing now whether or not Ray's a Skywalker 
And a lot of people say they like Ray being nobody because it proves that a nobody can be a Jedi. It proves that you don't have to have Jedi parents to be a Jedi. I have my own thoughts on that. I want to see. You don't have to have Jedi parents to be a Jedi. You don't. You don't at all. Just just like in the Harry Potter universe, you know, yeah. love the parents too. It, it's you don't have to. Jedi aren't supposed to have kids in general. So how are right. Jedi born? I was like, you want to see a Jedi that doesn't have Jedi parents? Well, I will show you to pretty much every Anakin. Jedi in, Anakin. in the in the prequel trilogy. Like every pretty much every Jedi you see in episodes one, two, and three don't have Jedi parents. Actually, do who which ones do have Jedi parents? Kaede Mundi and Count Dooku. Oh, okay. Yep. And they are actually also their own parents. <laughs> I, made, I made that up. I have no idea. I bought it. I was like, shit. I bought it too, but I was like, okay, well. <laughs> Only one that I can think of off the top of my head, and I can't remember his name, but he was, he's, a, he's a character in the Dooku Jedi Lost audio drama that came out earlier this year. I heard that sucked. Did it suck? Uh, okay, the story is awesome. The story is spectacular. I wish okay. it was a book where I could just read it. Most times I love the audiobooks and I love like Mark Thompson does an extraordinary job with a bunch of different voices and stuff and you can get into it. Like, And the quality of the production was there um, with like sound effects and everything. It's like you're listening to a movie, okay? However, the guy that they chose to speak for Dooku was terrible. <laughs> what he sound like no. he sounded like christopher lee but like christopher lee with helium well there's so so here, here's another thing too right so there were people that were found that were force sensitive that, christopher lee with you sorry that, there were people that were found that were force sensitive that might have that might have been too old to be trained or didn't quite make the cut too or whatever old, too old to um, but so like those people, they they went on to live normal lives, and they had kids, right? So right, right. Maybe their kid was more force sensitive than, than they originally were. Well, in the old, Jedi. in the old, uh, in legends, they were sent to like the Jedi, like Agricor, yeah. And well, I don't whatever know, that is. Yeah, I don't know if they were still expected to it's remain mine. celibate, like celibate at the at the Agricors. Who was sent to the Agricores? Well, Obi Wan almost was. Just yeah. failed Padawans, basically, like the Jedi apprentices who didn't make the cut. They just got shipped off to the Agricore, and that's their they life the, now. Well, the, it wasn't the corn wasn't, tasseling for Jedi. Basically. It wasn't that they. It, I, 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 wouldn't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they didn't make the cut. It was more so like there were there weren't enough Jedi. They couldn't find a, a trainer, a master. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. find a master. Yeah. I mean, if there were more Jedi, they might have all been chosen. Um, Maybe they yeah, should have let Jedi choose they, uh, train and, more than and, one at a time. And, and they, they eventually like they eventually they become like slaves, basically like working in the mines and stuff. It's terrible. Well, I don't know about that, but they became like they had to work for uh, essentially kind of like the Peace Corps, but in the Star Wars universe. Right. They would, why would like, they do that? Why wouldn't they just Why wouldn't they just leave? Why they just let them go home. Yeah. That you get stripped away from your family. You don't find someone to train you. It's like okay, well. That's what, gonna suck. that's what I'm wondering. Like, okay, if you're trained up to that point, you have to like. If you didn't make the cut by what was it, 13 or 14? Yeah, yeah was, something like that. Yeah. So I mean, if you're trained in like a monastery essentially for the first 14 years of your life with this belief, not that many. 
What's that? They don't find them at zero years okay. old. Well, right for the first, <laughs> for the majority. Uh, okay, so, so they eight said, to ten years. Sure. Well, no, so they said that the. Uh, I'll give you oldest, eight to ten. The oldest uh, person admitted. I'll give you in. a solid eight. Okay, the oldest. I'll give person, you a hard eight. The oldest person That's admitted what she said. in. <laughs> That's what he said. Actually, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> That's what I said. No, but well, uh, it talks about penetration earlier. Uh, full circle. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But. <laughs> It, the oldest person admitted in before Anakin was five years old. Right. So you're talking Typho Diaz. eight years. Right. So <laughs> hard eight, but it's uh, like if for eight years for your most like formative years, if you're trained to be like selfless and do this and, you know, trained in the Jedi ways, like, do you think that they would then want to continue and serve in some capacity? Do you think they would still like maintain that, <laughs> Like, oh, I don't know, man. Have you have you met many teenagers? I deal with them all the time. Yes. I, so, what do you think? Opinion. I uh, I think they want to kind of break out of the mold a little bit, maybe sometimes. I think so too, which is why I think that's where the Jedi had failed. They could have used them in some capacity as a Jedi, whether as as, as an ambassador. You know, there's and, a there's a Jedi librarian. Like, what what does she need to know? You know, yeah, yeah. everything. So, so instead, let's alienate these kids and make them like slave miners. Well, that's like, like that. sounds about no, right. No kid wants to do corn detasseling forever, Jedi or not. And that's truly really where they went. Hey, wrong. I wanted no, to do you, corn detasseling really bad when I was a kid. If you could corn detassel with your mind, that'd be fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I got paid better, yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. I just I don't, think, I don't think they were really paid. Was, Josh, remember was, that time that you started corn okay. detasseling and you got like, you like, <laughs> really, you like really messed up your uh, wrist or something. Tendonitis. Tendonitis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. You know, if you could use your mind to corn tassel, that you'd have been fine. Then what if you got like forced? You would have gotten mindinitis. Yeah, mindinitis. <laughs> I, I did not like corn tasseling at all. I, Tim nope. Q, you and I did it for what? Three years. I did it for eighteen. I don't know what you guys are talking. About. <laughs> I'm still doing it. Still they, doing it. they got they got uh, Tim Q at zero. Because <laughs> I'm 18 years old, guys. Oh yeah, Luke. I'm sending Luke out to Corner Tassel this year. Just put him in one of the schoolers on the tractor. And let him just start. Throw, just throw him into the cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> to tassel or die. That's how we get men in the corn. There's men in the corn. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh boy, Chad, you got to watch that movie if you haven't seen it. Oh man, there's men and in the corn. The, the, in the trailer. corn. The trailer's yeah. better. There's men in the corn. Yeah. The, tra- it's, trailer, it's another, the, the trailer's it's another inside yeah, joke. Like, like many movies better. at this day and age, the trailer is better than the actual product. It's it's on it's on YouTube. There's men in the corn. The trailer is just watch the trailer. It's like you, you, only, you only need to see the trailer. All right, so okay. I have another fourth okay. question about you guys. Moving 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 forward here. How okay, so Qui-Gon Jinn was the first Jedi we know of in this time period to um, be able to, he was connected to the living force and he was able, able to maintain himself after death and not just become part of the cosmic force. Um, then he passed that training on to Yoda. Yoda introduced this to Kenobi. I think hopefully I'm hoping we'll see some of this training. Um, in the Kenobi show. I think it'd be sweet for him to interact with Qui-Gon and yep. in the clone wars. I think it needs to happen. Oh yeah. Because we have to see, we have to see Liam Neeson. Oh yeah. When did Kenobi oh. teach 
Anakin. Well, this that's what I'm getting at here. So oh, okay, okay. So, so in uh, in the Clone Wars and in a recent comic, we find out that Qui Gon basically had to go on this spiritual quest, and he was taught by the shaman of the wills and the priestesses uh, how to like he had to go through these tests and these uh, different trials to be able to prove himself worthy. Uh, Yoda also did it. If you guys watch season six of the Clone Wars, there's about two episodes where Qui Gon starts talking to Yoda. And Yoda goes and he finds the priestesses and he has to face. So we find out one of the tests, the major tests you have to do, um, you have to be selfless. They say like part of it is to be selfless. And that's why Sith can't really do it this way because they're all selfish. And you have to face your own dark side. So Yoda essentially like faces off against like an evil Yoda. So it would stand a reason that Qui-Gon had to face his dark side. Obi-Wan, hopefully, and Kenobi will have to see him face his dark side somehow. Maybe that's what Luke was almost doing. Oh, in the cave. cave. Yeah, yeah. See, now you're making sense. You're getting, you're and, making sense. And Chad, to your point, I've wrestled with this a lot. Like, how did Anakin, how was Anakin able to do this? How was Anakin able to do this? He, was, well, he went to the dark side. He went to the dark side, and what did he do <laughs> on the Death Star? He killed Darth Sidious and came back to the light. He faced his dark side, right? He he yeah. had to for the first yeah. time face. So his so, so so my question is then: Did Ray face her dark side when in the Last Jedi when Luke said he went straight to the dark? Ooh, I think Ray might be facing her dark side in the Rise of Skywalker. Well, yeah, it's possible, but I mean, um, so how? So if if there were to be a Force ghost in that movie, you think it's after she goes a little darky dark and then comes back to the light? I like do you guys think then like we talked about Ray earlier and like this visage of Ray dark Ray um yeah there's no there's no darky dark there's no darky dark no more than there is a marky mark well there's there a, marky a marky mark, mark. no no <laughs> no he's not real <laughs> he, he he like uh blinded half blinded a vietnamese guy like a hate crime. What? Mark and Mark. Mark Yeah, he beat the shit yeah, out of no, him. I, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. He half blinded him and ate him? Is that what you said? No. He, half blinded him. <laughs> yeah, he ate the guy. He actually cannibalized the guy and he got no, out. I said he half blinded an Asian guy. <laughs> now he ate the guy. Good God. how nonchalant all of you were being. Like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> What? Just straight cannibalism. <laughs> he had eyeballs. That's what I'm imagining. Marky Mark with like a fork, just. Oh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> and just starts eating this guy's eyeball. What's that movie he's in? <laughs> his eyeball? What? What's that movie? Because <laughs> he's half blind, Sean. Keep. Uh... Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, for, I forgot that. Part. Come on, Sean. What's the movie with the rock that he's in? Where oh, uh, the new it was a new new guys or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well, right. yeah, that one too. But there's another one he's in. It's based on a true story. Is that the Michael Bay one? <laughs> I don't halfway know if Michael Bay movie ever been based. Halfway on. through it, they kill like <laughs> Mark Wahlberg in the Rock. Transformers. I forget what it is. Walking Tall. I forget why. Yeah, no. Walking. The Scorpion tall. King. The Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they. Uh, they have to. They kill some guys for some reason, and they're like trying to cover it up. And the rack is like outside with a grill, like grilling these guys' hands. Gain and gain. Yes, a Michael it. Bay movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, and you're it right. Stops yeah, yeah. It. it stops it like in the middle of the film when he's doing this and it's like still based on a true story and then it starts back up again and it's so I thought maybe it was based on like an actual true story that happened to Marky Mark and he's just reliving. I still, I still think the best Michael Bay film is The Rock. Oh yeah, The, the Rock, Rock is, is great. Spectacular. I love Armageddon. It's not good, but I love it. The, Are we still talking good. about Dwayne Johnson? The Island is also very good. Oh I, yeah, I great. agree. The Island is possibly my favorite of his films. Yeah, The Island is good. The Rock. The island's good, and that could tie into what we're seeing in episode nine. Maybe this is just a spare parts Ray, and that's a spare parts Kenobi. Oh, oh, just like uh, the possibility of triple zero being the red eyed C3PO, yeah, because all triple zero is in the comic books is it, like the droid that is the protocol droid with the red eyes is not triple zero, triple zero is the ch- like the programming. Yeah, the personality they load. What nope. if it is triple zero? Could be. Uh, it look. It looks a lot like it. Like, um, I, I'm convinced that it is. I've never heard of triple zero until this point, but I hope it is too. If you Google, <laughs> if you, if you Google triple zero and look at him, he's basically like a protocol droid, all in black with red eyes. And if you look at the photo or the screenshot of C3PO, um. He has red eyes, and there's a hole in his head. There's a hole in his head? There's a hole in his head? There's a hole. There's a hole in his head. There's a hole in the bottom of the seat. Did Mark Wahlberg get a hold of him for a second? There's a hole in the box, step one. It's a hole, which makes me think that, yes, a chip could have and probably was inserted. There's a hole in his head. (laughs) Technically, we all have holes in our head. There's a hole in his head. Sean, that was great. <laughs> I mean, that's right. You're definitely. We're not. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. No. That reminds me. So I went out and bought a pair of like a whole bag of brand new socks like a couple weeks ago. You know, or what the hell reminds you of that? 15 pairs of socks and every single one of them had a hole in them. <laughs> it, it's the style now. That's what kids are doing. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. No, I'm just. I John, have you ever done that? No, no Chad, have you guys that. ever had that happen to you? You go out and buy a whole new, like a brand new pair of like. Just, I'm like, sending, I'm sending this in the Talking Sith podcast. Look, look at his head, dude. The, the, the joke being that every single yes has one hole in it. Yes. Wait, where did where, where did we send this? Hold on, hold on. Um, can I bad. send it in Zoom? Can I send it in Zoom? You should um, be able to. Yeah. It's not in part of the. the what you call it? I have to download the photo. Just frustrating. Oh shit! You know what? That could definitely be a hole in his head. That's, that's a goddamn hole in yeah. his head. In his goddamn head. No shit! Yeah. I think you. I think you're right. I, how did I not notice this before? So, th- so since since they all see it, um, I'm gonna post it in our own private uh, little chatty that here. Damn. His goddamn head. There's a hole in his head. I downloaded this file. Drop files here. Send. Look at his head. There's there's a hole in, in his, his head. head. <laughs> Look at it. There's a hole. How Look can you not him. notice that? Look at his head. Where Where is this supposed to be? Is that a uh, hole or is it just a dark reflection? Uh, see, see, it, it, it could a, be. 
It could no, be it's, either, it's, but no, it's I don't bent. know. It's bent at weird Yeah, ways. Yeah, you can tell. It's kind of a hole. It's what am I hole. looking at? There would be something else you'd be looking at. Uh, his head, Tim Q. You're looking <laughs> at his head. Where? In the Where's middle head? of his right head. At the tip. Which, which one? You send it? Okay, right okay, okay. You put it in the Facebook Messenger thing. Look at the All tip right. of, his, of Casey's head. Damn. I, I hate you guys. I'm not looking at it anymore. <laughs> he, has a, he has a peck hole, too. Wouldn't it be the first time we all looked at the tip of Casey's head? What? That getting weird. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Tim Q just pointed something out. There's holes in his chest, which looks like he's been shot, decommissioned, reloaded. Oh, uh, those, those, those are always there. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, he's always got little knobs there. Yeah, I guess he – okay, I think you're yeah. – He does. He's always knobs got little knobs. Are holes. Those aren't holes. Those are little Knobby knobs. holes. Novice-shaped holes. holes. Let's not start finding holes where there is none. Now, I do agree that this hole, it could be a hole. What we really have to do is at, on his head, it could be, which I never know. But now, have we watched? Is it just this shot? Like, have that's we what I'm saying. I'm gonna look. I want to look at the. Hold look on. At the light, look at the light bending around it. It's not like. Uh, I want to see this whole clip. Yeah, there's sharp hold edges on. on the right hold side. Down. There's hold sharp on. edges on the left with like a round thing, like it was breached into here we go you guys ready for this yep yeesh oh my god go back how do we not see that how did wow. yeah, how did you not see that it's there the whole time it's but it's moving right no what? it's not it's really not it's a hole dude it's in his head hold on yeah uh, yeah seriously though it's somebody it's needs not at all. To, people need to know about this. I'm sure other people have seen it. I haven't heard anything about this, and I listen to far too many Star Wars podcasts. Oh, that's why I'm a genius. We're the first. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. There's a hole in his head. Yeah, look, at, look at how the light bends and stuff. That's a hole. Yeah. yeah, that's a hole. I've seen my fair share of holes, and that's a hole. Damn. Looked into our fair share of black holes. Wow. Tim Q couldn't handle it and just left. (laughs) Tim Q is right now running naked down the streets of Tulsa, Oklahoma. (laughs) 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 You don't understand the implications. Yeah, so so that that leans that that lends credence to the fact that a chip could be put right into his head. Shit. That's I mean I, how did I not notice that though? I feel so stupid right now. Wow. Well, like I said, I'm a genius. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. Chad, okay. Tim Q, and I went like frame by frame through this. <laughs> we like, did the entire thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is why we need the great Candorus Creighton with us. Candorus Toledus. Toledus was in Toledus. Toledus. Karim. So did you see it or did you read it off something with this hole in the head thing? I I, uh, I saw the hole. And then I started researching the hole. And other people have seen the hole. If you Google C-3PO hole in head, does it come up? Yeah, let's. I'm it does. It does. So it can it confused me why there was a hole in his head and why he had red eyes. <laughs> Naturally. So I, I looked up some stuff. Oh yeah, and, uh, like on a Reddit. Well, I'll be. Well, I'll be dipped. <laughs> what is that thing from that little 
You know what I'm talking about? From well, the, well, the trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trail. Bugum. Okay, so what? So the only conversation, it was just a day ago, and it was, why does red-eyed C-3PO have a hole in his head? And the best answer is, so RTS, R2 has something to stick his dick in. <laughs> this R2 likes, last R2 week, likes to yeah. stick a lot of things. Well, last week we had a uh, conversation. Casey and Sean, you can weigh in on this. Uh, droid sex. So can droids have sex? Probably could, to they, a they, degree. I mean, look at L337, right? That's exactly where this conversation went. And they so, were saying if droids had porn, what would it look like? And I offered that they would all look like childish. It would all look like childish Gambino. What? Yeah. Like the Snapchat filter. Yeah. Ex- that's exactly where my <laughs> so, head. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's no point in continuing that conversation <laughs> since you already covered it and we're all in the same. Thing. Great minds think like mine. Uh, I say that all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing I'm seeing online about the hole in his head is one person was wondering why he had it, and people just gave him bullshit answers. I will spread this to the other podcasts that I know and see if we can't get some traction. And yeah, make sure they uh, – This sure needs to be post. like the title of the podcast gotta, tonight is like hole in his head, C-3PO. What? They got to they gotta, they gotta, – no, it's got to be like something like C-3PO is triple zero. C-3PO's gotta, third eye. Okay. What if it and, and these and these up? other and these other podcasts got to have one or two of us on there? Now, because... wait. So the hole in his head. What did that have to do with triple zero? So triple zero. Um, triple zero. Like a hole in his head. Triple zero is basically like a program, right? So it's like a chip, kind of like how droids had control chips in Java ship. They had and uh, it like R 2s was removed and R 2s was removed in A New Hope as well. Um, right. They had those uh, like control modifier things that were on the side of them. So basically, triple zero is a program um, that just gets loaded in. It's like a hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. So they, are we are we thinking that they just load it in his head? Well, it's right, a chip. They pop it out. Maybe. Well, I mean, I don't know where chips go on C three PO. Is my thing. I guess. Neither, neither do what I. I mean, like it could be. It could be like maybe nothing has to be removed from him. Just, what if C three PO gets shot in the head, and yeah, only yeah. after he gets shot in the head? That's what it looks like, dude. Yeah, it definitely looks like he got shot in the head. Because I don't think they would. Okay, because it wouldn't make any sense just to like cut a hole in his head to load something in there initially. Because you could just like yeah, no, this, getting this, off. This, I mean, that no, would be a very a, like. It's a very like weird way to just like put a chip in your head is to shoot him and make a hole that big. Josh, if you bring up that clip again, like so, look at it? look at look at how the metal bends. It's not it's not a straight cut. It's a it's it's something that was forced its way in. Whether it was like a hammer, like look at the edges, um, especially on the left. Uh, it's like perfectly round and then it juts out to the left really hard and there's hard edges and stuff on the right. Maybe that shot maybe that shot right there of like the red beam is him getting hit in the head. Like like look at look at that. That's not that's not a clean cut. That is something else. (laughs) Something elusive. But it's almost too uh, along this ridge here. Well, yeah, yeah, right right there I can see. But if you look at if you look at the left side and how it curves up to the left. And then how it's kind of jagged to the right a little bit. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he gets, and I think too, like maybe there's knobs on his chest. I think this dude gets shot the fuck up and he gets reloaded with triple zero. 
Hmm. Well, now, so triple zero, and maybe and I think, I'm just reading off Wikipedia. It sounds like he and BT1 continue to roam the galaxy <clears throat> for a long time with uh, Afra, whoever Afra is, probably means something in the comics. Yeah, she's her own. She's like Indiana Jones in space. But I okay. think uh, well, I'm going to interrupt. Is, is that the Doctor Jones and, and and short stop had a love child in space? Interesting. Yeah. Short round, or whatever his name is. Doctor Jones deal. Um, so I, I mean, if you look at the holes in his chest too, whether they look like knobs or not, it also looks like he was. So shot. at this point, C three PO is dead and gone. Um, I think I think R two D two plays a very important role in. There's that rumor that he gets backed up into R two, yeah, but and, how do you... and, re- and either reinstating C three PO's memory into the Maybe original this is just... I'm, 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 I googled C three PO, and to Josh's point a while back, he does always have chest holes. Yeah, in every picture I've yeah, seen, he's got he's got those like chest things in every picture. Like in every episode since since episode two when he got his plating he's got those knobs yeah those are like that that's old news misplaced nipples he definitely does but you know what he doesn't have a giant fucking hole in his head uh, i don't know maybe he has had it the whole time yeah, we, we just, just never, we never noticed it what would you do we just go back and look at <laughs> we're all time. just wrong we're like oh my this would be like another like Mandela effect. Like, no, C-3PO's always had a hole in the middle of his head. What? So no, he's, he's, he's rebooted with triple zero. That's my verdict. He comes back as a Berenstain bear. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Berenstain or Berenstein? That's like a multiverse question. He comes, right he comes back as the guy from the Techno Union. No longer, because it actually is part of the Mandela effect. People say like, our claim like C-3PO never used to have a silver leg and like the original trilogy. Now it's going to be something got changed again, guys. We just yeah. witnessed a glitch. Yeah, but you can't, you can't change the goddamn giant hole in your forehead. It seems, it seems there's something to this theory because um, I was just trying to think of where a droid's brain would be located and C-3PO was decapitated, but, he could still speak and think like he was still himself, even when it was just his head. Right. right. When, when, when he was just spare parts that yeah. Chewbacca was carrying around. So a blast right to the top of the head, as devastating as this image seems to imply would seem to be the end of C-3PO as we know him. Hmm. Maybe this is just some, maybe it's not necessarily triple zero, but maybe it's some sort of like reboot mode or emergency mode. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I, but, but I, I mean the the reboot the reboot mode though would be the original C3PO. He was always a good guy. Well, uh, but it was created by Red Anakin, Eyes doesn't necessarily. Guy. It could just be like a. Red I can see him being taken and like someone else is reprogramming or putting something else in there. Ooh. To work for. I mean, him. that would make a lot of sense considering his eyes are. Red. I, do, I don't. I don't think the, the triple zero thing's going to happen. Just from what I. I mean, it sounds like it would be 100% possible. Yeah, it's 100% possible. Happen. But I mean, you associate red with the dark side. Right. Well, I'm saying this. What? Uh, hear me out. They're, they're on Kajimi or whatever, and the First Order's coming after them, and uh, there's some sort of shootout. They escape. In the shootout, C-3PO gets blasted. Boom. Gets taken out. And they need to get out of there, so they're all like, all right, leave him, leave him. He's gone. Like, 
you just got blasted in the head that like Tim Q's saying that it'd just be like a human getting blasted in the head. But maybe they take the first order takes him and, and they're like rebooting him and trying to find out what's left on this damaged hard drive. Just like we do in real life, right? Somebody damages a hard drive or tries to erase it. Find out what on rice. Do you want, do you want to, do you want to make an actual money bet and over under $5 each? Okay. Over under, I think that's triple zero, five dollars. I'll take I'll take that bet. For I'll sure. take that bet. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I don't think they're going to throw in something like triple zero that would require, I mean, a decent amount of explanation into this. That's too fan fanboyish. Right, but man, so who? JJ okay, Abrams so. love loves his fanboy stuff, and if you look at the Last Jedi, the 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 thing that Luke did at the end of the movie, the fucking. Jedi so Casey, you projection thing that was from a comic that nobody had really, ever really known. You stand to, you stand to gain $20 from this, Casey. Uh, if everyone else agrees to the bet and says no, sure. No, hold on. Then he pays everyone else $5. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, and if, yeah. and if he's right, then we have to then pay $5. Pay. So, so, what, so what if I agree with Casey? How does that work? Uh, then, you better figure out the math on that, that one. Well, no. You if, you agree, if you agree with me, then we we both make five dollars. So that they, oh, no, we they, both make seven fifty. Yeah. <laughs> well, Casey, Casey, you're wrong. So I don't agree with you. <laughs> okay. So I have. So so I'm. I'm. I might owe fifteen dollars unless Sean well, takes. I'll, I'll take it too. I don't. I. I doubt that it is. It'd be cool, but I just don't think it's gonna be that. You don't think it's gonna be triple zero? I don't. If I had to bet, I'd say no. Do we all think it's that's possible. actually a hole? Are we, are we all? Oh, yeah, it's a hole. It's got to be a hole. Yeah, there's something yeah, there. I think, there's I think something there. there is something But the there. specifics of triple zero is, I think that's too too much. I, 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 I think it will be similar to triple zero or something like that, but I, I don't see, think. Now, now you're getting into blurred territory. So does, does he have to say, I am triple zero? Or does I think he, he has to say the word triple to, zero. If, if, because if he just becomes an evil C-3PO himself. and then you say that's triple zero, I mean, triple well, zero. Sure, if it's I triple mean. zero, he's whatever the droid personality is, they're going to announce themselves. That's what they do. Every time we meet a droid that speaks. Right. So, I am triple zero human cyborg relations. So, I am if, I, so zero, if I lose, I, so if I lose, I pay $20 total. And if yeah. I win, I make 20 yes. You're the one who announced the bet. Yeah. All right. I'm just, I'm just confirming this. It's yep. all been recorded. Yep. Yeah, I yep. will give you five dollars if it's uh, triple zero. What's I'll interesting you is the sooner we get, the closer and closer we get to, uh, like Timkey was saying the other day, we need to have some money on uh, Casey. We we need to have some money on the Falcon. Is it going? Is it? Is it? I think grounded? so. I think so. I think it's getting grounded. Casey, you take that bet. Five bucks. You see, so the the Falcon's a very different story because I don't think it's going away forever. Yeah, movie. yeah, we know, we know, we know. We know we, we've heard all heard it. your thoughts ad nauseum. At, yeah. at the end of this movie, that the Falcon is not flying, that it's grounded. So does not grounded can't just mean landed? Does no. that include blown up any... any? It includes... It, the ability to fly. The ability to fly, like, it, it does not look like... It's it's beaten up worse than it is at the end of Solo. Like, well, let, it, me, let me see where everybody else's bet stands because I don't want to be the only Solo. Uh, I'll, I'll okay. pay you five doll hairs if I'm wrong. So for me, I think that what they're going to do at the end of the movie is the Millennium Falcon is going to literally fly into... Uh, it's going to split in two. 
One of them's going to go to Disneyland. One of them's going to go to Disney World. <laughs> that would be right. Casey would agree with you because it's canon. It's yeah. got to be in the park. They it can't have to be in the park. That, that would be absolutely ridiculous. So, so I guess the question is, like, who thinks it's alive? Who thinks it dies? Because I think it, I, I think it I, dies. I'm, I'm already one against four here in the other bet, so I'm not going to take I, I, I honestly don't th- uh, – I'm going to say I don't think it dies, really. Okay. So Chad, I said, I said, yeah. I said, I, I agree. I don't think it dies. All right, it, it dies. It dies. It's gone. So it's two against uh, three, Tim Q. I won't be uh, mad so, if it dies. So, so, so the question, so, so, so I guess, like here we get into semantics, right? So, uh, what constitutes dies? Like, is it? It's, it's inability to fly. It's worse off than it the, is. The, the, the Falcon has always had the inability to fucking fly. No, yeah, but, I mean, at, the, at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, it will have the, the ability the movie, to fly. It's worse than we've ever seen it. It's it can't fly. It can't. If, fly. if we're going by Galaxy's Edge canon, though, like it flies. You you Let's fly on this. it. Let's so do it this. So it must be able to fly at the end. The thing um, that works. It gets it's get it gets totaled in the in the insurance sense of the word. It would be um, harder to put back together than it's worth. It's totaled. Yeah, it's totaled. It's totaled. So incinerated, not worth it, whatever. Stone cold, stark Dutch dead. All right, so I'm with Chad. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. All right. Tim, so it's it, Sean, you're with Chad and uh, Casey? Correct. Uh, hold up. So, so, so it can't be able to fly. Is that what we're getting at it's here? Totaled. No, no, we're saying totaled. It's, uh, so, but yeah. if it has like a hole in its head, though, are we saying that's totaled? Or are we just no, like... no, no. You can patch that. Okay. Just like if somebody comes and put a hole in the top of your car, it's not totaled. It's just got a hole in the top of the car. <laughs> if someone okay. just put right. fish guts on your car, it your, stinks really bad. The head of your car gets cracked, okay? And you blow a rod through the engine. <laughs> okay. And the the transmission falls out. Uh, that's what we're saying. Like the Falcon is done. Okay, so okay. maybe we so, well, maybe so we should say total damage. Yeah, no, you're saying catastrophic yeah. damage then, because the Falcon has been the, had problems in the past. So. Real quick, <laughs> just talking about this. Is you guys any of you guys watch this, uh, the Star Wars show this week? I'll say uh, yes. Un- yes, I'll say unflyable, unredeemable damage. Unredeemable, which means which means it's like never coming back. Right, cannot cannot be fixed. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. I think they're killing the Falcon off because it cannot be fixed without rebuilding the the Skywalker saga. Yeah, the closest thing. Yeah, I'll take that bet. If you're if you're going that far to say that it cannot be fixed or repaired, sure. Yeah, without rebuilding it completely. Yeah, without just starting from scratch, essentially. All right, I got that bet. I'll take that bet. Okay. You, so, Sean, Chad, and I. We so, gotta get so some questions. I gotta get going here soon, so we gotta get. To no, the, no, uh, no, Casey, slow it down. So it's me and Roach against uh, Casey, Sean, and uh, Chad. You guys are the degenerate gamblers. How does this work? Who do I pay my money to? <laughs> All of us. We split so, uh, it. So uh, yeah. So what happens is. So we each get three point three three repeating. Of course. So, so everybody puts up five dollars, and winners take the thing and split it. Well, no. So what happens is, yeah, essentially. Um, yeah. All right, but, good. Uh, so, so if it. you if you and Roach win this bet, uh, you guys make seven dollars and fifty cents each. Nice. Uh, okay. So just to keep up, uh, um, Chad, we're coming up with a like a big questionnaire, essentially, like of all your uh, of all our different hypotheses for 
the last or the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, somebody should write oh, this God. down. Okay. The two bets that are existent right now. Somebody yeah, has that, someone has someone written these? I mean, we have audio evidence now. But. It's it's, it's going to be in the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody listens, so somebody should write this. Down. <laughs> hey, Yost listens. Yost listens. Juiced. Hey, hey, speaking of juiced, we got to get to. Most is a good questions. guy. Okay, 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 fine. I, I trust the system. Let's go. I, I trust the Swede. All right, so so last... A Swede? <laughs> He's, Swede. Dutch. He's, He's a Dutchman. Dutchman. Oh, I trust... Well, I lost a little bit of trust. You just... <laughs> only, because, only because Roach always said, if you're Dutch, let's, you're let's, alienate, let's alienate the one guy who listens to the show. <laughs> only, Ghost, I think you're fantastic. He's going to like. Only two people Casey can't stand, two types of people Casey can't stand in this world. People who are, <laughs> are intolerant of other people's and the, cultures. And, and the, the Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> I'm, I'm defending you, Yost. I love you. Yost, keep that's keep what, listening. That's keep defending that's questions. I, I love you. Yost. That's, a good, that's a good quote. So what are you what are you doing here? Let's let's get to the question. I'm going going to Yost's question here. We we need to do a segment as like a parody, even though his name is Yost. I get it. We need to do a segment called like getting juiced. (laughs) So we'll ask Yost. (laughs) That's what we should do. All right, let me see. Getting juiced. So so stupid. in the last episode, yep. did the, the Yoast episode, did the, the Yoast, Yoast question segment. did not air. So this is a repeat question for you and Chad. Oh, Larry. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Gosh. I can't, I can't, I can't answer. I've yeah, already. Tim Q went super deep on this one, so I'm my just opinion is no. But Tim Q, nobody else has heard. Nobody else has heard this, so we'll let we'll let Casey and Sean weigh in on it first. My opinion is known. Josh, this is Joost X from the Netherlands again. Thank you so far for all of the answers that you've given me for all of my Star Wars questions so far, together with the panel. Thank you for that. Uh, yet I remain with more Star Wars questions. And this time it's about a binary sunset. If you take, for example, Tatooine, we see that it has a binary sunset. Does that mean that the days are longer because the planet is lit longer by two uh, suns? Uh, do these also um, like eclipse each other? So is there a, like a season in between where uh, one s- sun stands in front of the other? Um, how does it come that all of the characters that uh, are walking on Tatooine, as far as we can see, just have a single shadow? Wouldn't it just be obvious that they would have two shadows if you have two individual light sources? Uh, that makes me wonder. Uh, what are your thoughts? Thank you very much. Oh man! That picture still that picture he made. Guys, this he made this picture for us. So this wow, is, it looks like so. Yost. Well, um, so working in the entertainment industry, yes, with two light sources, theoretically there should be two shadows. Shadows, but with two light sources that are so far away, that are so bright, um, it makes sense that one shadow might not be perceptible to the human eye because we use lights in different areas, but if one light is stronger than the other, it will drown out the other shadow. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that one of those suns is stronger than the other one, and we have binary stars in real life. That's a thing that exists. Um, I think the only reason that Tatooine survives is because it's so far away from both of those suns that uh, while it's still hot in a desert planet, they're still able to, to survive there. But uh, yeah. 
Yeah, like that's yeah. So I mean, it's it's hard in my opinion. It's hard to know, you know, without really understanding the you know the the solar system around it and everything, right? So I mean, one one of those suns could be very close and be small. The other one could be a lot further away and be big. It could, you know, affect a lot of things that we don't really know about. But well, I like to, I like I like to think that they're close, and I like to think that they kind of like, you know, are, are within the same general area and yeah. Well, I mean, with, with with binary stars, so they they, they orbit each other. Each so other, binary right? Stars turn around each other. Um, is that what this is? I mean, do we know that's the case here? Well, I, I guess we binary don't. star system like Tatooine is a binary system. Yeah, there's two okay. two stars in the center of the solar system, um, and planets outside of it. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think the planet is much further away from the stars than Earth is because there are two suns, two sources of heat and light. But if you're orbiting, so if, if a planet is orbiting something, um, yeah, the days are gonna be a little bit longer and the nights probably a little bit shorter, depending on how far apart the stars are and how big the orbit is. But um, if you're orbiting around that, there will be a definitive day and night. Uh, but that's only if your planet is also spinning on on an axis so that's that's a question too there's, yeah i mean there's there's a lot of variables that play here that that come into this whole equation of how long the days are and if there are so that's what part know, of it was hard he was to say like what the go ahead tip q I, I was just gonna say all planets in our solar system do spin on an axis so they do have mm-hmm. a day and a night um so i I would think that they would. And then um, to Casey's point, I think he brought it up that for the most part, planets are so far away from the center of gravity in the solar system, which is basically the sun for us. Um, But in a binary system, the center of gravity would be in between the two stars, but the planet would still be so far removed that the center of gravity would, um, you know, just be in between the two orbs of light that we see setting over Tatooine. Um, So basically... Um, from Tatooine's perspective, I don't think the stars would ever be very far apart just because they're so far away and they're orbiting each other from a close distance, one from another. I think it's possible for like, uh, like we have eclipses here, lunar and solar eclipses. I think it's possible for Tatooine. Oh, they, they totally would. To have a singular sun yeah, like for a, a small portion in time. They would well, eclipse um, each other. Well, well, hold on. That depends on the the how they're circling each other, right? Well, they're circling it, each it, other. It, it, yeah, yeah, but but we don't know. We don't know if their own paths cut in front of each other in the in relation to where sense. Tatooine is. That, that determines. Well, that would be determined by Tatooine's orbit around them. Exactly. Tatooine's placement in so in maybe relation like, to the suns. Not, maybe like once every hundred years or something, everything right. would align. So so I think so I think um, based off. The, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Based so, off, what, so I think the knowledge is though is that if you look at the photo, the suns are kind of offset. So there's probably some sort of crossover. It might not be hundred uh, percent. It's going to be some sort yeah. of crossover where both suns are at the same position. What, what were you saying, Timko? You kept holding, you, yeah, something. <laughs> so uh, uh, according to you know how we understand things now, things form in our universe. Um, our galaxy is basically in a disk and our solar system is basically in a disk. And so, you know, that's why we get lunar and solar eclipses. Everything basically forms in the same plane 
for for one reason or another. So um, if you had a binary star system with planets orbiting it, um, it seems like the most stable configuration would be for all of that to be occurring in the same plane. No, and so, and so you would have considerable over overlap between it, the two it, the two that, stars as they orbit each other. Is that a consistent theme amongst multiple galaxies, or just our solar system? This solid plane. Because if it's if it's multiple galaxies, then I would say yes. Because really, this does take place in our universe, just in a different galaxy. If it's just our solar system, then I would say that yeah, it's a galaxy. Mean, that it has to be. As, well, as far as I know, as far as I know, there are uh, different types of galaxies that can have irregular shapes, but for the most part, things tend to organize themselves into flat disks. Okay. And then, and then, and then, also talking about the shadow thing. So each each sun would diminish the shadow of the other. So you would only end up with one shadow, regardless. And that yeah, shadow would be for both. It would be kind of a skinnier shadow, shadow right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be, but that shadow would be for both. For it would be light yeah, it would be a skinny object. shadow it would be a skinny yeah. shadow it would be where so if you're looking at this vader pick really i i what we came up with he, last he time looks like a skinny it looks like a skinny vader. right it would just be where the shadows overlapped is what you would actually see also yeah. why would he have a helmet in the shadow that doesn't make any sense he's a little boy for shadowing it's, I, 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 yeah. it's yes. the bowl cut I it hope is. you guys picked up in the sarcasm. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I think you, you would 100% see you would 100% see a shadow. It just shadowing. wouldn't be as big of a shadow, depending on where the sun's position is in the galaxy. Like, like uh, it's one thing too. If you're going through, if you're looking at the uh, pod race, right? There's a bunch of mountains there. Right. It might be one sun might be behind one ridge of the mountain, and sun might be fully visible. So shadows get super mm-hmm. complicated there. I guess we have Good to look point. at the exact time that the uh, you know and in during, the orbit and stuff. Sunset, so that, that's, that's getting like super scientific. But if you're looking yeah. at like out in the open desert, when Argon's like Anakin, drop. Obviously, it's daylight. Um, there should be one shadow, and that shadow should be smaller than a normal shadow. No, no. Last and, time, and, uh, and it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't really. Well depending on how far away you are from the binary system. If you're close to the binary system, it would look like the intersection of two shadows, so it wouldn't really be person-shaped. But as Casey pointed out, if you're too close to the binary system, probably you're getting so much light that your planet is too hot to sustain intelligent life as we know it. So it's not going to work out, so you'd have to be a little bit farther out. Um, So, yeah, maybe the shadows do just look like intersections of shadows in that case. And my... uh my question last time was, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Casey and Sean weigh in on this, is if there was an eclipse. So, you know, like when we have uh, a lunar eclipse, they tell you, don't look at the, don't look at the, at, at the eclipse because you can burn, you know, it can mess up yeah, your eyes. They have yeah. special glasses for it. Right? right. That happened like six months yeah. ago. Yeah. So my question was, what happens when a sun eclipses a sun? Yeah, so it would be like super bright already looking at the sun and then probably even more bright around the edge of the sun. It'd probably well, be no, extremely bright. I, I don't think so because a, that was a, sun's, light, a, sun, a sun's light can't penetrate another sun. Like Light's not going to go through the other sun to make it brighter. I think but that's not what happens in an eclipse anyway. Well, okay, so here's, here's the reasoning that we came up with, right, Tim Q, that uh, generally we're warned specifically not to look at a lunar eclipse. It can burn our eyes because how often do you just stare up at the sun, Sean? You don't by itself. Right. So 
the only reason they have to warn us when there's a lunar eclipse is because there's something out of the ordinary happening where it right. draws but, our attention. Uh, to at the, yeah, right. that makes yeah. sense. A, a lunar eclipse, yeah. Um, a lunar eclipse is very different than a solar eclipse. Yeah, Rochi spoke there. But... Oh, solar eclipse, solar eclipse. That's what I meant to say, yeah. What would you call what would you call a binary sun eclipse? A, a, probably, just, probably just a sun eclipse. Well, it'd still be a solar eclipse. But but the thing is, so yeah, the there's still going to be solar light. The, the sun is still getting eclipsed. So yeah, yeah, yeah the, so the, Tatooine has moons. Like we have suns crossing each other and moons oh, coming man. across. Like what about man, a this is what about if they all? I think Tatooine has three moons. But what if like one of the moons lines up? They all just lined up. The sun lines up with the other sun. Then you have I'm a, sure then, it then happens you, from time to time. It would probably then, be a, bi- a bi-solar eclipse or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, then you have like a very small area of totality that is probably only around like once every like thousands of years. Everybody but, head to Mars. But, but, but if a sun crosses behind a sun, eclipse. you're not gonna you're not gonna get double the sun. Right. Go around the other yeah, side. it's not. It's which makes no, sense. My my train thing, of thought things was the same things as get Sean's. dimmer. Things get yeah. dimmer for sure. My train of thought was the same as Sean's. Like just how it's presented to us and how we're warned about it. You think for some reason it's magnifying it, but it makes sense that it's that's, that's, not that's, magnifying. <laughs> no, I don't think it's magnifying it. I was no, just but saying, it's just bright. It's the Trump universe. Yeah, I don't think it's magnifying it. I, I was just saying if if one was slightly bigger than the other and it was behind it, then it would be slightly brighter but right no, that, that right. makes sense we do the, the reason sense. we do shield our eyes is because the sun's already bright enough we right and we're up. normally not staring up at yeah, it yeah it, it doesn't matter if the the star behind is bigger like if something's passing in front of another thing like if they're not obscuring each other there's one amount of light but if one's in front of the other it's going to be blocking some of the light so you know anytime there's any kind of eclipse you're not getting the full blast but you are from the sun in front of it in this case because it's still a sun. Right. Yeah. You're, getting, right. You're, getting, you're getting the blast from the sun that's in front, but it's going to be less than the blast of the two suns. It, it, it wouldn't be combined of two darker. suns. Yes, agree. Right. So it's so so going to be darker and colder. It would, not, it would not somehow amplify. Agreed. Yeah, Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. We're all it, on the same it, page. That, that might actually be the reason why moisture farmers are able to be successful. If the other sun passes behind the other sun at a rate that's relatively decent, that might that might create a dew point on the planet for moisture farmers to actually create the moisture that they need to create water. Mm. Let's get more stars on the podcast. If if, if 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 the stars are sufficiently close, they could have a really short um, orbital period. Like I think um, uh, Mercury, the the planet closest to our sun, its year is like 30 days long or something like that. It just doesn't take long for it to orbit the sun because it's so close into it. So if the two stars are close enough together, theoretically, they could. It, there could be lots of eclipses. Harkening back to another Yost question, uh, Casey and Sean, you missed, which was a pretty good one, about... Uh, Last one. Last uh, one. No, I'm just I'm just referencing a, a question that he asked a few weeks ago, which was about age and Star Wars, and like what is the basis for like for, for age? Like what is the what's the standard that's used in Star Wars? Because if we just like on our own planet, we use our rotation around the sun. That's one standard year, and so that's a year. But he's like, well, what if Yoda's pl- native planet is like? You know, made a whole bunch of you know really short revolutions around the sun. 
So is that why he's saying he's 900 years old, but really he's only like 45? Well, I, I think Yoda is a special case, and there are some races that can live longer than others, just like, um, you know, like how dogs and cats and lizards can live. Tortoises can live for 100 years. Yeah. Uh, what dog or cat? Uh, uh, has lived for over a hundred years. I want to see. This. No, but I'm talking about like uh, no, I, didn't, dog I, didn't, I didn't specify. I'm talking like dogs live like depending between like eight to fifteen years yeah. on average. Tortoises can live to be 150 years, which is a different race. So yeah. I, I, my my thought is that it probably was some like Coruscant or some very popular planet that set the standards for a lot of the universe. That was their standard year, and then the rest of the universe just adopted it. Probably. I think I agree. I agree. There there, there is a standard that was set, and I think it can be measured, probably based on like bone density and bone growth, um, things like that. Uh, platelets maybe. Just like cut, a, you just like cut a man down. What after after? How old are you? Saws like off. After Darth Maul got cut in half, they counted all the layers and. No, because they were able. No, because they have they have they have medical droids that are insane. Obviously, on, like, like, the, like the outer planets, their ages would be different to them according to the Republic. Well, it all depends on how fast that they're moving too. Here's my question. This is what I was thinking about. So, say, uh, like, smugglers, would they appear to not age as, as much as uh, somebody who's, like, planet-bound all the time? Ooh, Hypothet- that's a good point. Hy- hypothetically, point. yes. Um, the closer you travel to – if you travel at light speed, theoretically, you do not age and everything else ages around you. But we don't know how – The Heston effect? How far it ages. Like, there's a, they did an experiment. They, sent a, they, they started two stopwatches at the same time and sent one – up to fly around super fast and when it when they came back the stopwatches were different the one right. that went up to space was behind yeah the one that, was that, that, that makes a really good point i wonder if there's like professions in the star wars universe <laughs> that are like people i don't know like navy or you know you're somebody who's 20 hours a day traveling at light speed or near light speed you know you're just not aging as fast relatively to everyone else around you who's not like <laughs> So so it's so it's like that Matthew McConaughey movie, like you know he jumps through the black hole, and now his daughter's like an old woman or something. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah basically. Yeah. And, and and there's planets too that have, um, if they're closer to a star, the gravity's greater and their and their rotation is quicker. Yeah, like the, like a day, like an hour spent down there was seven years on Earth at that point in time. But there was another movie. Uh, called Passengers with... Um, I thought you were going to talk about Battle Beyond the Stars, which is great, by the way. <laughs> no. Passengers with Battle Beyond the Stars? Chris Pratt and uh, what's the girl? Scar- uh, Scar- Jennifer, Scar- Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Jennifer mistake. Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, so, like, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, sure. the officer that wakes up on that ship has been doing this for a very long time. Doing her? No, oh. has, has been traveling <laughs> over and over. very fast, like in a deep sleep. Penetrates us a ton of time. So, like every time he gets back home, it's finds it's like, us. It's like a thousand years later. It's... Yeah. So, like, and, and that's kind of that's kind of the the premise to Planet of the Apes as well, right? Yeah. The first, the first no, one? the original one. Yeah. 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 For the Wookies. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta go too. Thanks, Juiced, for the questions. Yost, Yost, Juiced, Juiced, Yost. Yost, you're gonna have to uh, 
I, we, we, he doesn't even have to. Like he's already done it for us. Let's hold on, hold on. No, I've heard his. I've heard his name. I want him to come on here and talk to me personally. Yolf Gedix. No, Jesus to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe we get him to uh, line up. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's only what eight hours ahead in the Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard enough for us to get everybody together with like a maximum of three hours apart. Like, let's find a time when everybody can get on with with your juiced, juiced. Yeah. I mean, I guess the gauntlet's thrown. I've been trying to defend him, but you know, I'm outnumbered. Well, I, I'm defending him. I'm defending him. Chad, you're the odd man out here. We've got two against him. Two oh, for what? Is his name? Yeah. Juiced. Oh, yo, sure. it, 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 it's Yo. It's right? tied. I mean, it's straight tied. We got to call the guy by what his name is. Oh, no. no yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. calling otherwise, him Juice until we get him out. Otherwise, we're, we're the stupid American, like, Dumb American stereotype. Oh, it's spelled with a J. It's pronounced yeah, like Casey, a J. Casey, stop it's Jagermeister. <laughs> Casey, Casey, stop living in the Trump in the Trump universe here, man. Okay, first of all, <laughs> that was the, the stupidest comment you could have ever said. Uh, yeah, Casey, you should call him Host. I'm, unfortunately, yeah. I'm living in the Trump universe. Yeah, I, I love, I, I love, I love this uh, juice guy. Um, Yours. My uh, my 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 family is <laughs> friends with his family, and what? We're, we're really good friends. <laughs> We've uh, we played golf together. And, fired. Uh, You're speaking, fired. Of, speaking of golf, uh, the golf war was a thing, and juice <laughs> juice was part of it. The fuck? That, that, that's Donald Trump. That's not Donald Trump. But oh, that's, that's oh I, I missed that. I was okay. just, I, I was really well, we've confused. covered the gambit. We've covered the gambit this podcast. We talked about Bernie Sanders politics earlier. We talked about Donald Trump, uh, Tom Foolery. There we go. And, and Yost, you've got to, you've got to defend your honor. Juiced. Juiced. None of, none of the political right opinions now. expressed on this show, even out of my mouth, express uh, what I truly feel, and I take no accountability for anything that was said. Yeah, no, talking, talking Sith pod. All, all the expressions relayed, right? What's that? What's yeah. that? Uh, yeah, Casey, say something, say something lawyerly. Say something <laughs> like, something I, I want to be off the hook. All the, expressions, all the expressions and views relayed during this podcast are not the express written views of Talking Sith Pod. Some of them okay. may be satire and not truthful or factual. Yeah, well, 90, Please listen yeah. at your own risk. 99% Beautiful. of everything we say Beautiful. may be satire. So, yeah, with that, uh, guys, is there anywhere uh, you can find, you, you want people to uh, like, follow, share anything you on social media? Person? Nope, I'm good. Nope, not really. All right, so then we have uh, Josh <laughs> Joshua TimQ on Twitter. Hey, I'm on Twitter, boys. At Joshua TimQ. <laughs> follow that magnificent follow. Uh, Chad, yourself? Uh, TheAlmoStudio.com. Check it out. Chad uh, sent me. Uh, is that is that video uh, available for people to check out? Uh, yes. Chad, that yeah. Me? Yeah, that's through Grand Rapids Comic Con. The Grand, Grand Rapids Comic Con. Yeah, it's a very funny. Uh, advertisement i thought i liked it yeah chad yeah. chad produced an awesome <laughs> i didn't even know they had a comic con 
Well, talk to <laughs> I live in LA. I'm not laughing ironically. I just like there's so many cons. Yeah, oh, you have a comic con. Oh, that's cute. Yep. Uh, Finley, I bet you Finley has a comic con. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> yeah, you might just leave. I knew, Tim, I knew Tim Key was going to piss me off this episode. Just I, was, <laughs> I was frustrated about my headset. And I even messaged Sean before this thing started. I was like, Tim Key's going to piss me off. You're still here? You're still here? There we go. Why are you still here? Does Tim Key regularly piss you off? No, no, no. He doesn't. I love Tim Key. I just, I just knew it was going to happen because of the, <laughs> like the, the chats that were going on. He was like, who votes Casey's Mike works? And I was like, I'm very, very frustrated. To be fair... To be fair, big you LA are on guy. a mic. <laughs> big, big LA, big LA guy doesn't have a mic. What? what were you saying, Sean? I said to be fair, we do hear Casey. Yeah, he's you, using a mic. Yeah, I, I did it. I didn't fair, explicitly Casey, say that we, that it wouldn't be this mic. So, so Casey, you're saying that you were getting frustrated that people were uh, using a voting system to undermine something that was happening with you. No, no, no. I was getting frustrated because of what happened in real life and that the voting system didn't, uh, go along with false. That. Oh, false. well, the false. voting system is flawless. Casey, who votes, who votes Casey I, microphone was never broken. He just decided to whine about it for no reason. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> That could be frustrating. I, I understand. It's almost in, like I lived that for several years. We inaudible, are inaudible uh, anger. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm. Uh, well, there's a couple oh. things to take away from this. Yost, oh, Chad. I hope, Chad. I hope we answered your questions, Yost. Uh, Juiced. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you, Yost. And please, please, Yost, please, please, please we juice. respect you. Please, Yost, juice. we respect Yost. you. Yost. Love you. Yost. Give me more juice. Uh, we, we, we love you. We, we love your questions. We love your views. Keep them coming. Uh, you are welcome to uh, come on the show at some point and, uh, and defend your honor and your heritage. And uh, uh, also, uh, um, Yost, I'm, I'm just trying to be entertaining and funny. Ironically, I I, I respect you. <laughs> See, now he's doing satire again. But <laughs> I can't win. Doesn't matter what I do. Satire. Can't win. Can't but win. Uh, yeah, so we are the Talking Sith Pod. You can follow us across all social media platforms at Talking Sith Pod. Like Yost, you can send us messages on Facebook or. Send us your thoughts, your questions at talkingsithpod at gmail.com. Uh, my name is Casey Schreffler, and I enjoyed <laughs> talking to Star Wars with all you fine lads, including Yost. I'm Chad Campbell, and I what? had a good time as well. Why'd you, why'd you read that? As, why'd you read that as if you were Ron Burgundy? <laughs> reading, the, reading the prompter. I'm Ron I've Burgundy. never had to sign off like that before. I'm Chad Campbell. <laughs> Is that my name? <laughs> I'm, I, he's, he's never asked me to sign off like that before. Oh, I like throwing your curveballs. <laughs> I'm just That's good. I'm, Bro? Yeah. All right, guys. All right, lads. It was a good time. That was a good time.
Everything expressed on the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.